Hi, and welcome to Going Within is the new Going Out. It's your mindset coach, Carol Ann Reed here, and together in this podcast, we're going to be tuning out from the outside world and deep diving within. Because after all, that's where the magic happens. Hello, welcome back. In this episode, we're actually going to have a little look around why we should quit quitting and stop breaking things. So here's what I mean by this. It's the language that we use. If I was to ask you, are you a quitter? What would you say? Are you a quitter? Most people would say no. No, I don't quit things. I don't like quitting. No, I I often keep going. I'm quite resilient. So why is it then that for so many decades, the language we use around releasing habits and change is that with quitting. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to quit eating sugar. I'm going to quit sugar. I'm going to break the habit of going on my phone in the morning. Now, I know how this sounds and you might be like, oh my God, well, that's really thinking into it a little bit deep, isn't it? No, no, it is not. We want to almost be recognizing that your subconscious mind is always going to be responding to almost like the preconceived ideas that you have around those words, around using that language. So the next time that you are thinking about releasing a habit, notice I'm emphasizing the word releasing there. If you are someone that wants to stop smoking, we use the word stop, release the habit of smoking. I'm going to change my lifestyle from eating sugar to focusing on a more whole-based food diet. Can we see how, yes, we've got to be, and this is um, almost like as I was sat here and I was like, right, I'm just going to let this channel through. I sometimes make the odd little notes, but this is something that comes up so often. And it tends to be that people that quit don't end up quitting. Quitters are quitters. (laughs) They quit quitting. And the whole breaking a habit, the whole I'm going to break the habit of going on my phone, we actually have. Think back to your childhood. If you broke something, if you broke a glass or you broke some a bone or you broke something, what happened? You were often told off. Your nervous system often fired off. And if you've listened to one of the previous episodes around the power of our inner child and the responses that we have when we experience those things, you might be like, oh, okay, this is making sense now. Like The penny will absolutely drop. We also don't really resonate with the term breaking things. So this is a, this is going to be a short, sharp little kind of like power podcast episode for you as a reminder about the power of your language. So have a think the next time that you are setting yourself a goal and intention, really focus the emphasis on the doing word, on the actual word that is going to represent you moving forward, not what you're stopping doing. Because the other thing is, is every time, a bit like that, quit smoking. Oh, I'm trying to quit smoking. One, as soon as you heard the word try, like, 
yeah. I'm going to quit smoking. The brain is actually one responding to the word quit. The next thing is like, ooh, smoking. Oh, God, I've not had a cigarette for how long? The subconscious starts to creep in. Why? Because the word smoking, you've no doubt identified. I'm using this. There's no doubt lots of you that are like, nope, I'm not a smoker. But it's the best example, I think, that paints quite a broad picture that if you have resonated with or identified with the identity of being a smoker, do you smoke? Yeah, I'm a smoker. Or do you know what? I've smoked for however many... Are you going outside for a smoke? Are you doing this with a smoke? Have you got any smokes? Have you got any cigarettes? Every time you say, I'm quitting smoking, boom, the identity. Your identity will be triggered. The same way as if you are someone who has a sweet tooth. I'm going to stop having sugar. That's it. I'm going to cut sugar out of my deck. Cut. Cut. We know if you have a cut of any kind, especially as a child, what happens? Oh, God, come over. Oh, it's just a paper cut. It either gets disregarded, despite how seriously painful paper cuts are, or it's just no, it's just disregarded. Or if you've cut yourself, whoa, big deal, something happens. I'm going to cut sugar out. Ooh, sugar. Oh, if you're listening to this live when this is first launched, we're approaching cream egg season. Mmm, sugar, cream eggs, full of sugar, cream eggs. Mmm. Like the brain is literally like, nope and nope. Whereas let's just start to think of an example of I'm focusing on my well-being. If you're going to stop smoking or stop vaping, let's bloody change smoking to vaping. Why did I not think of this? This is a common one. Instead of quitting vaping, getting with the times, we're going to start doing what? I'm going to start going on a walk on my lunch break. I'm starting to focus on making healthy choices. I'm really pouring all of my energy into what are you doing instead of? Now, this is kind of where habit stacking can come in. Actually, um, there's a reel on my Instagram and Facebook about habit stacking. But this is where you can start to stack those habits. Because the other thing with say, releasing the habit around. I'm just going to use vaping again as, as an example, um, because let's be honest, the research is only a minute away from being released that it's like, I've just got this gut feeling, I'm just going to say it. My gut feeling is this long term is going to be worse than smoking. I know it's a bold statement, but I've said it. I've said it from the get go. The amount of teens that I've seen vaping. But anyway, if this is if like, let this be your sign. If this is you, let this be your sign. Like, what are you going to do instead? Because this is the other thing. When people quit smoking or quit vaping, I want you to think now about what the habit is. Because it isn't just that one thing of putting the vape to your mouth. There's an entire process, habits that are stacked up before it. So I'm just going to give an example of going on a vape break. That's a thing in the workplace, right? Go with me here and use your own life goals, examples of maybe things that you want to change. But let's just stick with this one. So it might be that say half past 10, you know, it's, it's legit. You've been in, you've been at your desk long enough that someone's going to go for um, a break. So it's like, right. So you start to have that ideal of escapism. 
So I'm going to get all of this work done. So you're actually already in probably a bit of a habit of working to a deadline. Okay, I'm going to focus for 90 minutes, get as much done, then I'm going to go on a break. Then I'm going to go for a vape. Or then I'm going to go and have a sugary snack or whatever that goal is, which you want to change. Then you stand up, you find your vape, you find whatever it is. And I'm hoping <laughs> if this is you, you go downstairs, you go outside, then what? you no doubt are with like-minded people. Or maybe you are completely on your own and actually that's bliss because you've been stuck in a stuffy office or wherever you are and you've got some sunshine on your face. Or maybe you're hid, let's be honest, if you're listening to this in the UK, (laughs) you're hid under a shelter, but you're having some fresh air. You're having a change of scenery. I um, used to do a lot of hypnotherapy around releasing the habit of smoking. And when we broke this down like I'm doing for you now, often I don't believe actually the smoking, the nicotine, because all the emphasis on the nicotine being the, the most challenging thing to stop having, I actually don't believe that it is that. I honestly believe it is the habits on the run up to it during and after. It's one giant habit stack. Because when you're outside, if you're smoking or vaping, what are you doing? You're probably taking, what, 10 to 15 big deep breaths. And you're exhaling. If you were to stand outside, take the vape away, take the smoke away, and you were to just take 10 to 15 deep breaths, how do you think you'd feel? If you were to just have those three to five minutes on your own, you're getting some fresh air, can you start to see now that actually... As much as, yes, nicotine's addictive, rah, rah, rah. I also do think that there's a lot of money to be made with the whole nicotine's addictive. So watch out for the uh, subliminal imprints there and the placebo effect. Because when you're told something's addictive, it becomes addictive. The mind believes what we perceive, whatever we believe. If we got told it enough from doctors, from the big farmers, from, oh God, I'm going on a rant now, aren't I? From all of that, all of a sudden, these addictive things are flipping addictive. So I believe that we get addicted to the process, addicted to the habit stacks. So instead, this is the work that I always do. I am not one that's like, right, let's do a hypnotherapy. There you go, off you pop, right? You're cured. No, let's really make sure that from an action point of view, you are supporting these new habits in being formed. If this is you, again, was going to give an example, choose as you will to create your own examples around this. You know that at half past 10, you're still eligible. If you've been taking smoke breaks, you're sure as hell still eligible to take breaks, surely, even if it's a coffee break or whatever. You're going to stand up and maybe you take your headphones with you as a little distraction for the first, what, take 66 days on average to form a new habit, 21 days to start to form a pattern. So let's say three weeks, you're going to take your headphones at around the same time and you're going to go stand outside and you're going to tune into a, a cheeky podcast. You might make a phone call. You might listen to some just meditation music. You might listen to a bit of thrash metal. Do whatever you wish, whatever's going to keep you in a place of feeling focused and feeling in flow. You take those breaths and you take yourself back inside. You might go and grab a glass of water. The more that you can stack these habits, the better. And the thing to take away from this is the emphasis being on the language that you use around releasing habits. We don't want to be quitting, breaking, cutting. 
You can hear it, can't you? We want to be replacing, empowering, choosing, changing, evolving, journeying on these new ways of being. And then you want to start to habit stack around the place where you would have usually done said habit. I hope that this has uh, sparked some ideas, whether it's for yourself and maybe you you might know someone who this is resonating with that is stuck in some maybe negative habit loops or, or they want to make some changes. Make sure that you send this to them, send this to them with love and just be like, I thought of you. If this resonates, like come back to it. Let me know how you found this episode. I hope that you have taken lots from it. If you have enjoyed it, please don't forget to subscribe, like, share. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would be so grateful if you could share this with a friend who you just know would love it too. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know when next week's drops. Sending you all the love and light.